ESPN NFL specialist analyst, Michael Bell. I have a lot to say tonight, and I know you don't have much time, so I want to outline the topics that I want to talk about, and you get to pick what we talk about first. So topic one, Wentz is real bad, real, real bad, and we can talk about that. Number two, it's nice to see Chris Carson back. Number three, um, this is a bit of a longer topic. 2020 has sucked for a lot of people. <laughs> what? What do you got to say, Carl? What do you got to say? Go for <laughs> it's it. It's a very, very it's big just, topic. So, yeah. Okay, but I'm coming at it from a specific specific topic here. So 2020 sucked for a lot of people, but has it sucked as bad as it did for Carlton Davis on Sunday? Mike knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I don't know if anything sucked as much as that. That was bad, man. He gave that up was, 230 yards in the first quarter. That It was like not even the full first quarter. <laughs> um, like, Ty, Tyreek was on pace for like 800 receiving, 900 receiving <laughs> yards. <laughs> okay, next topic. The Seahawks have the best quarterback in the league, but the worst play caller of all time in NFL history. Um, next topic is... I'm going to say I'm 90% sure that that was one of the worst called, like broadcaster-wise, NFL games of all time that I've ever heard of. Terrible. Anyway, it, was, it was terrible. I wrote down four or five things that they said that were just hilariously wrong and then I just stopped writing things down because it made me <laughs> so upset when I was writing them down uh, that's it so you get to pick okay I'm going to start with Wentz because that's a topic that I like to get into another one could be going for it on fourth down and just for, for both teams or for yeah for both teams the Seahawks yeah Seahawks more specifically but um Hold on. The, right now, on <laughs> after the game, they have the division leaders, and the New York Giants are leading the division at four and seven. Four and seven. That's incredible. That's huge. <laughs> what are the Cowboys? Four and seven. Uh, no, they lost this week. Three and eight. They lost to the Redskins. I'm pretty sure they're three and eight. Oh. I lost track of the losses. They're three and eight. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So Washington's going to win that division for sure. Washington's better than all those teams. So you want to start with Wentz? Yeah. So I'm like I, I I'm I'm a big Wentz truther. What does that mean? It means that I think that he is. I think that he can be a lot. Like I think that when he was like an MVP candidate, he was very very good. And I think that like he's had a noticeable like drop in his production. Why? But he is like, I don't think he's as bad as his stats show. I think he's got like one of the bottom five like receiving corps in the league in terms of like separation. And then his O line is a disaster. But like you can see it in some of his throws that like he doesn't step up in the pocket very well. So that's one of the reasons he's like this, he's been sacked the most in the league. And then he like, he throws off his back foot a lot and he's not as accurate as he used to be because he still has a good arm. He can, he can, 
he's got a lot of power and he's usually pretty accurate, but some of his throws you see are like supposed to be back shoulder and they're on the DB instead, or he's not on the same page with his receiver. Like on the, on the interception, he was totally expecting Goddard to hook the other way. Mm -hmm. And like Goddard, Goddard's been in that system for as long as Wentz has. So that's like not something that should ever happen, especially on fourth down when Goddard's the guy that he's basically gone to the entire game to get yards. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely most comfortable in the offense with him. And there's just like, it, it was like five or 10 yards off where they thought they were supposed to be. So like not something you see very often. He, yeah, I agree with a lot of that. I think, um, he was really bad tonight. It's just like there was so many plays, Mike, where like the balls were eight or eight to ten yards away from where they should have been. I know, I agree. And I, yeah, I'm watching his highlights right now. It's how many sacks did the Seahawks have like coming into this game? The last three games, they've had quite a few, but the probably the first seven, they probably only had like three or four. Yeah, but they had, they had what seven tonight? Uh, six or seven six or tonight? Seven. I think six or seven. Yeah, yes, yeah, six, six. Yes, yeah, so they had they had six tonight, and probably could have had like four or five more if Wentz didn't throw the ball away, yeah. uh, like at the last second <laughs> yeah. when he was being dragged down. But like, it's just I don't know. For someone that thinks Wentz has like a lot of talent, like you can noticeably see a drop off from where it used to be. And I, I can blame as much as I want on like separation and line, but he's missing a lot of throws that are technically like to open guys. In the first so. half, especially, there was quite a few that it seemed like he missed. Yeah, and the biggest thing I saw is that a few times when he had guys running open deep, once in the first half to Goddard on like a corner route, yeah, um, yes. moving to the right, it was underthrown. I thought by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And the same time in the second half on the, the PI, which is like impossible for the, I think it was a linebacker on yeah, Goddard. It was Jordan Brooks. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's literally impossible when the ball is underthrown a little bit and the receiver tries to come back to it to not get a flag. Yeah. But that's another play where it should almost be a walk in touchdown if he puts air under that. Totally. So. Like I think, like the P the PI flag saves him there from a ba- another bad throw. Totally. Do you? So he's he makes about thirty five million dollars a year. Yeah. So Philly, Philly. Yeah, we get, we can talk about that too. Philly's absolutely screwed. <laughs> Just based on that <laughs> contract. Based on that, like no no team is gonna is gonna take Wentz probably with that contract. Mm. The best thing that Philly can probably do. And like I'm not saying they should I'm not saying they should start Hertz because I don't think Hertz will be any better. But like one of the reasons you keep Wentz off the field is to make sure that he doesn't like uh tear an ACL or get severely injured. So then you're paying somebody on your roster thirty five million who's injured, and then you like one hundred percent can't trade his contract. At least with a healthy Wentz, you can maybe like sweeten a deal for a team to take them that's struggling like a Chicago Bears yeah or something like that but like and it, it, the only way I think Philly trades them is if they sweeten the deal or if he's like healthier shows something in these last few games 
they're they're in a they're in a bad spot. Bad spot. Um. Okay. Next topic. You pick. Um. I want to give a little bit of praise to DK tonight because oh. I thought that was one of the best games I've seen him play in, in terms of contested catches and and uh, different route routes run and. Uh, I was surprised that they kept attacking Slay because Slay's a pretty good DB most of the time. And you could see, like, even on some of DK's catches, like, Slay was right there, especially on the one in the second half on the left sideline. Yeah. Just like, you can't cover DK any better than that. Um, and even the the one on the goal line that he got tackled just short, it was in good coverage again. I thought Lockett was going to have a bigger game because R- Roby Coleman is not very good, but... I don't know. It's it's it seems like whenever one guy goes off, the other guy kind of has a meh game, yeah. and that's I guess what you have when you have like a wide receiver one A and a one B. So it's nice. And then and then uh, David Moore made a sick catch for a touchdown too. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's a good three. He's a good three. I know. I as soon as that play was transpiring. I was yelling at the TV. No, mm-hmm. why are you throwing that? <laughs> it's weird. He got he got he got almost all of the the red zone looks today. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got two he got two plays drawn up for him that failed, and then he got a fourth down play to him. And I don't I, I just don't understand that. If you're gonna run that, like I hate goal line fades next to the end zone. Me too. And but I don't understand why you wouldn't run something like that to Metcalf, who has size. <laughs> And you run it to more instead. It just it, 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 like I think Shoddy is like lucky that that play succeeds because <laughs> it's not a good design. So I firmly, firmly believe in best person gets the job, right? Like if yeah. you are better than other people, whether it's an NFL wide receiver, a podcast producer, Carl, a janitor, a realtor, whatever, the best person should get the job. It doesn't matter if you're female, male. Monkey, porcupine, black, yellow, or white. It makes no difference. Better people should get the job. I have no clue why (laughs) Brian Schottenheimer has a job. Well, dude, like he should go back. Dude, he could he could learn stuff from the STM coaching staff. (laughs) I was so happy that you were watching what I watched because in a five-play stretch, they ran the exact same wide receiver. Basically, we'll call it a wide receiver handoff, even though it's a pass. They ran the same play twice to David, to, to David Moore. Mm-hmm. Once on fourth down and once on the goal line. I don't know why. I think both, 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 both were fourth down, weren't they? I'm trying to forget about it to be totally what, what, One was like fourth and one on the 20 and one was right on the goal line and Metcalf missed a block. But That was on the goal line and Metcalf missed the block. That, but like, why are you running the same play to your wide receiver three? Why is that what, the what play are you doing? call on fourth and That's one what, on the goal line? Why is that the play call? Why are you running well, a slow they, developing toss play that's coming to the outside? They went, they went Carlos Hyde heavy set rush right up the middle and then they went David Moore <laughs> stretch handoff and then is that so we talk about Pete Carroll a lot and like going yeah. for it versus punting on fourth and one on midfield 
I love that they went for it. I just yeah, hate. I just. I just. I. I think that Schottenheimer's play. I think Pete Carroll decides to go for it, and then Schottenheim comes up with the play calls. But like, if I'm Pete Carroll, I'm fucking pissed that that's what he's calling. Um, that's my question though: is why are we basing our whether or not we go for it on how shitty the play calls are? I know. We need something then. Like, why does he have a job? I'm texting. I'm texting Nav the entire game. Nav. So Nav, <laughs> one of our good friends, been on the podcast many times. Nav, he's a big Eagles fan. He's texting him before the game. He wants to bet me a case of beer that the Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks. I say sure. How many points do you want? He says zero. I said, are you sure? <laughs> he says yes. I say I'll give you three just for fun. He says no. So it's straight up. And I gladly win a case of beer. But during the game, I'm texting him. You're like, I don't understand what is happening. Why is this something that is actually happening? I, if I was in charge of the Seahawks or had any pull whatsoever or had the phone number of Paul Allen's wife, who is now the owner, I would call her and ask her to fire Brian at halftime. <laughs> I think we'd do better without an offensive coordinator in the second half than we did with Brian Schottenheimer. You should have said how... In the world is this game a one-score game in the fourth quarter? <laughs> I, it was like it was seventeen to nine, and I was like, it, it feels like it's like forty to nothing. I don't understand. Like, what is happening? Carl, help me out, man. I'm lost. I have no idea what to tell you, Denny. So there was a lot of fucked up shit that happened tonight. One was Brian Schottenheimer still is in charge of things, which makes no sense. Yeah, Two. I don't know. There was two random blokes that got on national TV that got to call a Monday night football game <laughs> that have no idea what they're doing. Two random guys. Man, what the hell happened, man? Do you want to hear some of the things that they were saying? Because I wrote them down. Um, yeah, I want to hear. Okay. I had the game on uh, mute for part of it. Okay, so one of them is, they said, Russ is so good, he could play another 10 to 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> what, what age does that put him Bro, at? when was the last time you saw a 47-year-old starting quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking That's about? Good. That's amazing. Um, okay, next one. They said... <laughs> This was on the Eagles' second possession. And Wentz made a decent throw, actually. I can't remember who it was, but ran like a little out pattern. It was like third and five to the first down marker. And he hit him in the hands and he dropped it. And the commentator's remark was, oh, that's a drop. That's all he could come up with. That's embarrassing. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> so Wentz, I think it was like third and five in the third quarter. Wentz like breaks out of the pocket, runs for first down. And the commentator's remark as he was running was, he has a first down and he's going to take on some people. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't even know anyone's name on the defense. He couldn't say like Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner. He couldn't say anyone's name. He just said, and he's going to take on some people. It's 2020. No one, no one knows what they're doing. Carl, this has to be a simulation, man. Like, what the fuck is happening? How are these people paid NFL that's analysts? 
Oh, I read a great tweet today, and I thought this was going to come true. So listen to this. I was going to freak out. <laughs> so the last, the last two Seahawks Eagles games, uh, the final score was seventeen to nine, seventeen to nine, yeah. and the guy on Twitter's like, if. If somehow there's no scoring in the fourth quarter and this game ends at seventeen to nine, we're definitely in a simulation. <laughs> it was close, man. Someone tried. It was. It was. It was. It was too close. Like I still don't understand how. I, I thought it was going to be like a sick game when Metcalf and Slay started punching each other on the first drive, and I was like, "Sweet, there's some there's some heat going on here." And then it was like, it's like just dead. That Chris Chris Carson looked really good though. I'm glad they gave him a few extra weeks to get healthy instead of forcing him back. But I don't know. Dunlop got injured though. Did he? Mm-hmm. What happened? Which is not good because he's actually looked a lot better than I thought he would. I know. You weren't super pumped about him. No. And my comment was I will take anything. <laughs> I know, that's what you yeah, it is what you said. <laughs> What I I I didn't see what happened to him. Was it late? Uh, he it's a foot. He had a foot injury and he left the game. Yeah. Honestly, it's not a bad time of the year to have a small injury where you need. Yeah, to I, I hope it's. I hope it's small. Hmm. What else are we talking about? I got a lot of off my chest. Um, Tell me what you saw in the NFL this week, because there's a lot of weird games, like, um, okay, the Raiders. I think who have played the the bet. So let's all agree okay. that the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, I think I think that the Chiefs are over their Super Bowl hangover and they look fucking good again. And the Raiders have beat them and played them very close in another game. And then they yeah, absolutely I got shit pumped this week. <laughs> I, that's the worst. That's the worst loss I've ever seen. It was so strange. I'm not. I'm not angry because they ruined my big parlay and that was my last <laughs> leg of it. But like, that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. Was it forty to three? Yeah, something. Mr. Falcons, forty-one to six, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. How about they turn the ball over five times? Okay, I want to talk about the division a little bit. Okay, whose division? So, uh, the West, NFC West. Okay. Okay. So, are you scratching your head yet? <laughs> <laughs> the. Cardinals beat the Seahawks. Yep. And then the Rams beat the Seahawks. Yeah. And then the Seahawks killed the 49ers. Yeah. And then the 49ers injured beat the Rams. Yeah. And then the Cardinals lost to the four and seven Pats. <laughs> oh my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Can't, they lost to a four and seven Pats when Cam Newton had like forty six passing yards and two so, picks. That was his stat line. At one, I think I, I think he ended up with like an outrageously bad stat line passing, and they ended up winning. He ended up he ended up with eighty four total yards, zero <laughs> touchdowns, two picks, and they won twenty to seventeen. Jesus, yikes! 
What happened? I didn't watch that game at all. I, but I, it's just like King, Kingsbury's so good sometimes, and then he turns into like the worst play caller ever. And Kyler looks so good sometimes, and then so bad. Kyler had like zero rushing touchdowns, zero passing touchdowns, and a pick, a bad pick. And New England defense is like bottom five, bottom ten, and everything this year with everyone that's out for them. And then, like, I just don't understand who's good. So, oh, and they, we didn't even talk about how Denver started a wide receiver at quarterback because they weren't allowed to start anyone else. <laughs> he had more completions to the other team than his own team. <laughs> he had two picks in one completion. He only had one completion. He had one completion one, and one two picks. He literally had more completions to New Orleans. <laughs> I didn't know he only had like, one I feel bad for the guy. That's, a, that's your first that's NFL game and you get yeah. thrown into that. <laughs> is, how is that their oh. best option? Sorry, I didn't hear what happened. Because uh, there, was, there was COVID, I think, and then somebody, I think someone got injured and then they didn't have like an emergency QB and he was their last emergency QB. And then they tried, they asked the league if they could start a, a coach from like, like a, I think he was a wide receiver coach or something like that. And the league said, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> they asked the league. If they could start I got to find out who they asked, who they could start. It's hilarious. That's but this guy was a wide receiver on the practice squad, right? Yeah. That's crazy. And they put him in to start his quarterback. Yeah. Against the, like no a, other option, a good yeah. Saints defense. That is unbelievable. Broncos wanted to uh Broncos wanted to start their Rob Calabresi, their offensive quality control coach. What does that even mean? And the league said, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Why not though? I don't. I, I think it would be fun if you put like just sign him, sign him for a day. What? Yeah. What, how are you? Give him a little contract. Man, it's better than uh, Carson Wentz thirty-five million dollars for the shit he put up tonight. <laughs> Seahawks D's getting there though, Denny. I'm feeling so, more hopeful. Based on what you saw, well, what are we? We're week twelve now. Mm-hmm. Who wins the NFC West? So who who still has to play each other? Seahawks uh, play the Rams and the Cardinals still. Yeah, so we have three shit games, and then not the Cardinals, Four Niners. Oh, Four Niners, and then we play the Rams and the Forty Niners last two games. See, that's what that worries me because I still. I think the 49ers, if they get a little healthier still, are still pretty good. Um, I think the Seahawks should still beat them. I don't know if they'll... I, I can't see them beating the Rams unless Goff plays sh- like goof again. <laughs> um, but what do they have? They have a one-game lead now? Uh, one-game lead. <clears throat> and... I could say our, they probably have a tougher finishing stretch than we do. They have Rams do. They play the Cardinals, Pats, Jets, Seahawks, Cardinals. Well, so, they play the Cardinals twice. Yeah, so they could split that. See, that's 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 a problem though because if if one of those teams takes both games against the other, especially if it's the Rams, uh, it's not good for the Hawks. 
Because then if the, Ram- if the Rams beat the Seahawks and the Cardinals twice, then they would definitely win the division. Unfortunately. <laughs> but, I don't know. No. What what week do they play the Rams? That, that means that means the Rams win out, though. That's what you're predicting. Uh, I think the Rams. So the yeah. In order for the Rams to win the division, I think they have to win out. You think they have to win out? Yeah. Because they they'd have to beat the Cardinals twice, and then Patriots, Jets, Seahawks. Yeah, that's. That, that's that's a tough stretch for sure. Because the Hawks play the Giants, the Jets, and the Washington team. Yeah, so they should win all three of those and for sure. Niners, and then which is kind Niners, of Rams. Honestly, the Niners game doesn't really matter as much as I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And then the Rams. Yeah, I think I think I think with the bad Rams loss this week, it definitely opens up things for Seattle to take it. Mm. Definitely gives them some more leeway. Do you think, um, or when is Breeze back? Do we know? Uh, he'll be back for the playoffs. I don't think they'll not before. play him before that because they're gonna. They've got basically got the division locked up already, and they should have the whole NFC locked up. Unless their unless their schedule schedule is super hard coming in, which. It is, and they play the Falcons, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Panthers, and then the Chiefs. So that's probably f- that's probably four and one. So they would get to thirteen wins. So I, I even even if Breeze can come back, I doubt he'll come back until the playoffs start. So that would mean <clears throat> the only way for this. Hawks to win the NFC would be to win out. That would get them to 13 as well? That would get them to uh, 13. 13 and 3. And then it just come down a tiebreaker. Yeah, that, I mean, if the Seahawks get to 13 wins, I'd be super impressed. I could I could see them I I could see them doing that with a healthy roster again and a better D. The D. So I, comment I, on the D. Like, yeah, I think they're getting they're getting more pressure and their their pass coverage seems way tighter. Well, they this is the first game they've been healthy in yeah. since like week three. And adding Dunlop, um, obviously. Do you like do you like Shaq? Right. I think he is physical. Mm-hmm. So. He's much better than anything else we have on the corner. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And he'll take a couple PI calls a game, but I'm totally okay with it. It was the same as like Richard Sherman, right? That's like, fine. He'll take a couple PI calls a game, but he is physical yeah. and he trash talks the entire time, right? Yeah, So totally. he'll get a blatant PI call and he will still <laughs> be in the receiver's face telling them that they fucking suck. Yeah. That's what I like about him. Yeah. Man, if... I think if C- if the Seahawks could win the NFC, even though even though there's no fans in the stadium, I think forcing New Orleans to play in shitty shitty weather outside yeah. would be so so different than in the Superdome yeah. at home on the fast track. 
even without the the number 12s, I think that's a huge deal. I'm pretty sure if we have an NFC championship in Seattle, I'm going to find a way to be in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're coming. <laughs> I'll come. Okay. <laughs> I'll sneak in. Carl, what do you think? You've been quiet. Let's do it. No, what do you think about find a way into? Were you very upset about today? Uh, I mean, first quarter, yeah. Who was it? It was a weird game, man. Everything it just seemed to be game. like the Twilight Zone. Like the commentator. And then it just happened so fast. There was like a stretch in the third quarter, I think, where I was texting Nav and every third play was like, oh, fuck, that was a terrible call. Sorry about that. Like they called two really shitty, um, I think it was like a hands to the face and then like something else that gave the Seahawks mm-hmm. first downs. I was like, oh, yeah. oh man, that was tough. I hate I hate when they call the 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 hand fighting pass interference calls. I know. I don't like Regardless it on if it helps or hurts the Seahawks, like I hate when both the receiver and the DB are basically doing the same thing and it always goes against the defense. I agree. But there's two of those in a row that help the Seahawks, and then there's two in a row on the other side that uh helped yeah. the Eagles tonight. The one in the fourth quarter on Lockett, I did not like. It was like third and 15 or something like that on the left sideline. Then they called PI late. I agree. Totally agree. I just like, I don't know. The league is already in favor of offensive players. They don't have to make like 50-50 calls go that way too. That's part of my problem this year with that kind of stuff is that the I'm not sure what the defense is supposed to do. Like it's 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 so hard. It's so, so, so hard. Guys like Quandre DBs, Diggs are literally set up by the league to be kicked out of games. Yeah. Like, he's asked by his position, like he's a safety. His yeah. job is to break up pass plays. And if he hits a guy too aggressively, they just yeah. kick him out. They just, yeah. What the fuck is <laughs> happening here? I know. What is he supposed to do? Did, oh, did you see the worst... The worst flag of the week went to Josh Jacobs in the Raiders game. I hope you saw that. No, what happened? You got to look it up. Okay. So he got an outside run call, and he absolutely leveled a corner trying to tackle him, and he got called for an offensive targeting penalty for lowering, <laughs> his, for lowering his helmet into the DB while running for the first down. <laughs> Like, it's just like, it was outrageous. Just the definition of that penalty makes no sense. No. So, like, the DB can lead with his helmet, but the offensive player can't lead with his helmet on a run. It it made no sense to me. It just makes no sense how an offensive player who's trying to get an extra yard could get a penalty for trying to get an extra yard. You got to watch. You got to watch the play because he absolutely lays out the guy trying to tackle him, and it was sick. And then they called the flag. It ruined everything. It's it's outrageous. I, I, like, I don't know what to say. Carl, we talk about this every week almost. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do? You're an NFL player. You play in the NFL. It's an aggressive football league. You're playing against the best athletes in the world. If you hit someone a centimeter off of where you're supposed to, you get a penalty. No, sh- like This shit is happening at a faster speed than 99.9% of humans in the planet have ever seen before. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do? Makes no sense. All right, Mike, we're going to wrap this up. I know you got shit to do. 
You got to make a prediction yep. for next week. Sunday, 1 p.m., we play in NFL Seattle against the Giants of New York. Against the Giants of New York with no Daniel Jones. Not that he makes them that much better. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... The Giants are division Seahawks. leaders, though. Might as well point that out. <laughs> the Seahawks are going to win by two-plus touchdowns. Wow. It's going to be a 35-21 to 21 game. I honestly don't remember the last time the Seahawks won by more than 10. <laughs> I hope they can beat it's been the years. struggling Giants by, <laughs> by double digits. They should. The week after we play the Jets, though, so I hope that's a bigger one. Yeah. 30, how are the Seahawks? How are the Seahawks in letdown spots over the years? Say, what does that mean? That so that's like, um, the Raiders like losing barely to the Chiefs and then going to Atlanta where they should destroy them and getting blown up, or like the Seahawks going out east to play an early game against the Jets and like losing somehow. Mm. Do they ever do they ever do that? Because that's a common theme in the NFL in certain spots, especially when you're going uh west to east. Right. Um I don't have that stat. I feel like the Seahawks I can't remember the last time they got blown out by someone like the I feel Raiders. like yeah I feel like they're I think feel like they're pretty good when they're favored Maybe not in terms of like covering a spread, but they rarely lose to teams they should beat. This year and last year, they've been really good on the East Coast for some reason. Mm-hmm. I know that's usually been like an Achilles for them, but I don't know. The last year or two, they've been fairly good. Yeah. Like they. Uh, Carl, what's, what's your prediction this, this week? Uh, against the Giants, I think I'm going to go 31 17. 14 nice. point victory. Okay. I think there's Dang. no chance we win by two touchdowns. It's just Ooh. not it's not in the Seahawks DNA unfortunately. Can you see this can you see the Giants scoring points against the Seahawks? I can see like can you get any worse than the Philadelphia Eagles offense though? Yeah, oh yeah. You can get pretty Are close. you sure? We, oh, oh yeah. That was especially um, when you're starting Colt McCoy at quarterback. I feel like you gave Wentz way too much credit tonight. There was there was multiple plays where I I oh I, I don't think he, I don't think he played good. I just assumed but. he was planning on throwing to the other team, and he missed, but he missed those reads as well. <laughs> like there was one where Jamal Adams was just standing underneath the receiver, and he underthrew Jamal Adams. Oh wait, uh, was that on the on the right yeah, sideline? Yeah, he I'm threw out, in a double yeah. coverage. Yeah, but he underthrew Jamal Adams. <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs> Who's oh, anyway? Um, Giants game next Give week. I'm gonna go prediction. Thirty-one twenty-three. Wow, twenty-three, eh? If they gave up twenty-three to Colt McCoy. Can't. We got a problem. We got a problem. I'm off the bus again. What's the lowest <laughs> points we've given up this year, Carl? Is it today? 17? <laughs> Probably tonight. Probably. Oh, I guess they got to 17 on that Hill Mary. That's unfortunate. Yeah, whatever. That is what it is. That's okay. I, you know, I'm changing my points. I'm going to go 27 okay. to 17. Do you, know yeah. do you know what's amazing about betting is that the spread was... Six and a half, and Philly covered 
six and a half by losing by six with the Hail Mary at the end. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How many people are so mad at That's that? That's tough. Oh, there's a few that are choked for sure. Jeez. The spread is tough, man. Spread's so super tough. Jordan and I, the last couple of weeks, we've every for the Sunday, we've laid out every single game with the spread and we we're like playing against each other. Yeah. And it's tough. Like there was one game tough. this week that was 16 and a half. You're like, well, they are NFL Dude, players. You would assume what, that they're not going to get shit pumped. What's crazy about how like efficient the algorithms are in Vegas is that there's college games that are like 50 point spreads and they'll get within like two or three points of it being like minus 48 and a half. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so hard to beat. Man, that's hard to pick. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to ask you, Mike. Yes, sir. This game's been postponed and changed 3,700 times. The Steelers and the Ravens Wednesday night. Who wins? I think... I would love to see the Steelers. Are, are both teams healthy? Or am I assuming that they're going to play with their COVID list? I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson is not playing. Yeah. I think the, I think the Steelers win by... Touchdown and a half. It's my prediction. Carl, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they said Jackson tested positive for COVID, so he can't play until next yeah. week. Same with Mark Andrews. Yeah, and a couple it other seems guys, like, yeah. but it seems like, like this information they had about the COVID list, they already had it, and they keep trying to postpone it to a point where like both teams will be more healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're just NF Goodell's like catering to specific teams. So the product is is better because Raven Steelers is like probably one of the biggest rivalries in NFL. It would have been a really good game if everyone it would, was healthy. It would have been unreal. Just too bad. I was like the that Thanksgiving game was going to be sick at night. Totally. Yeah, I was looking forward to that the whole week. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, Mike. We love you, man. Thanks for jumping on. Cool. Good to see you. Talk to you soon.